Hello, this is Rory with the Love Chat, and today's topic is My Thoughts, Part 2. To be honest with you guys, I like that I can just turn the microphone on and have some thoughts. Just stream of consciousness, here's what I've been thinking about lately, here's what some of the coaching clients that I have have sort of evoked out of me, and I like being able to do that, and you guys responded well to the last one, so this is going to be another one of those episodes where I just kind of stream of consciousness my thoughts. Um, I guess in terms of advertising, I'll just say that if you want my help on your situation, just visit my website, thelovechat.net slash coaching. But other than that, let's talk a little bit about why it's so important to grow after a breakup and the sort of mob mentality that happens during a breakup. Okay, so starting with the latter, think about how you feel at this moment if you're going through a breakup. Oh, and for those people who are expecting some dating, we're going to be talking about dating too, so so keep listening. But think about how you feel directly after a breakup. You feel like it's not going to work out for you. You feel like no contact might not be the best way to go. You feel like it doesn't really matter what you do because they're never going to come back. You feel like they're thinking about you in different ways and that would explain some of their actions because they never usually log on for that long or they never post that sort of stuff on Facebook. So that might mean that they're trying to get me to reach out to them. Think about what you're doing and then think about the comments that I have on YouTube. Think about the messages that you might see on my Discord. At some point, you want to wake up and look at all this and say, hold on, wait a minute. We are all saying the same thing. Now, nobody's finding that weird? That seems completely normal to everybody? The fact that you all feel exactly the same about your breakups, you all have the same questions, and oh god, don't even get me started on the live chats. And I'm not criticizing, but I want people to look at this and say, gee, yeah, this is pretty scripted, isn't it? This is pretty, like, whenever you go through a breakup, this is a All these feelings are so normal that hundreds of YouTubers are making videos about them. And at some point, you just want to look at the situation and go, huh, then maybe if that's the question that I'm asking and and all these other thousands of people are asking, then maybe I should follow the steps of the other thousands of people who are already past this point and look at what they did and just follow suit. Because those are usually the people who win their exes back. Those are usually the people who walk away from this situation feeling better. So, I don't know. It just, it boggles my mind when I do these videos and then the coachings and I hear from people who listen to the videos, who understand the theory and the materials, and who don't apply it. Like, that drives me nuts. If you're listening to my videos and you haven't actually done any difficult personal work, you're just lying in bed, clicking video after video after video, then you're not actually growing. You're just listening to videos. That's like having a cold and putting a Band-Aid on. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't work in the way you're wanting it to work. In order to get better, in order to increase the likelihood that you win your ex back or you win that one person you're really interested in, you need to do the work. So I'm going to break it down in the most simple terms possible. We, after a breakup, or after rejection, right, this works for dating too, rejection, you back away. Why? You back away because, A, they wonder about you, they begin to miss you when they believe they're not going to hear from you. So that's step one. Uh, Step two, or I guess part two, is 
you know that contacting them, talking to them, is only going to make your anxiety go up, right? You're already anxious. You already have a horse in this race. You already want things to work out. And so since that's the case, you begin adopting certain behaviors of, I need to prove myself to them. I need to please them. I need to do something for them. But we know from a behavioral standpoint that that does the exact opposite. It makes them go, oh, so you're just really available now. That's kind of pathetic. Gross. So you back away. You work on you. So part one and part two are now combined together. They miss you, and now they're wondering about you, and they're wondering why you haven't contacted them. And now you're going out a series of behaviors that help your anxiety relax because you realize, wait a minute, this is just a person. There are 7.5 billion people on Earth, and this one person completely wiped out my identity and who I am and the fact that I love myself and took my happiness away from me. No. You create that suffering. It stems from you. Now, I'm not saying you should not grieve. And I've never said that. What I am saying is that you need to realize that you compound the problem by doing certain sets of behaviors like checking social media or finding every single breakup coach YouTube that you can find and listening to all the videos and trying everything or going to Reddit and asking questions from people who don't really have a good answer for you. It's impossible to heal if you don't want to heal. If you hold on to the relationship and trap yourself in this purgatory where you're not actually growing, so your value in both your eyes and their eyes isn't actually growing, why should they want to come back? So it's important for you to do the work in the video. Otherwise, it won't work. You'll know the theory, but you won't be good at the practical skills. Now, once you know the theory and you're good at the practical skills, stop listening to these videos because you know what to do. And these videos are only going to help you stay in that state of breakup, right? Because it's a behavior. And remember, our job here is to cut out some of the less desirable behaviors. So if you're used to going to your bed at 10 p.m. and listening to love chat videos or dating guy videos until you fall asleep, well, that's fine for when you're really, really heartbroken and really, really bad. But now you're feeling okay, you're implementing some of the behaviors, and you're still listening to the videos, well, you're still doing the behaviors that remind you of the place you were mentally at. And think about what I'm really saying here. I lose money when you don't watch my videos. Why would I tell you not to watch my videos? Because it's good for you. And you need to be an advocate for yourself. As Jordan Peterson says, you need to treat yourself as somebody in which you are responsible for helping. In terms of dating, and a lot of people are going to groan at this part, be yourself. Don't accept situations that don't work for you. It starts with that. The truth of dating is that when you like somebody and you set up interests so they know that you like them and they feel much more free, much more safe to express how they feel to you, then you let them come to you. You set up a date once a week. You enjoy yourselves. You smile. You get closer. You talk. Don't overgive. Don't be too nice. Don't be too available. Because you're supposed to be having things to do. And this is, I suppose, the core of my entire methodology of this shit is have a life. Have stuff to do. Have a place to go. Have other people to talk to. Have other friends. And if you can do that, and sometimes tell this person that you're into, hey, sorry, can't hang out tonight. I'm actually going to the gym with a friend. Hey, can't hang out tonight. I'm actually going to go do this or that. 
And then they go, damn, I really would have been nice to see you. That means they want you more because you're not always available. You are a commodity. You are valuable. And you win when that happens. So we're giving you guaranteed wins here. I don't know why some people don't want to take it. So I guess what I'm saying here is that you have no idea who you could be if you worked to your potential, if you worked to your capacity. Yes, it feels bad. Yes, it hurts. Yes, I'm sorry you don't have all the answers. I don't either. But what I do know, what I can guarantee you 100% of the time is that if you work on yourself and if you address the goals in your lives, the ones that you can control, right? Not the goal of get my ex back because that's a goal that's contingent on another person at least half. I'm talking about the goals that you want that have nothing to do with love. I guarantee you'll live a better life. And because you're living a better life, I guarantee that your chance of winning your ex back or winning the person that you want in the first place rises. It's as simple as that. So be careful of looking for new channels, new sites, new answers to the truth you already know. How do you get someone else to love you? Love yourself first.